Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Liberty Council kicks off our Friend or Foe Christmas campaign for 2022. We're going to be talking about this and recent developments at the United States Supreme Court that affect this critical issue on faith and freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Holly, it's hard to believe, but this is our 20th annual Friend or Foe Christmas campaign that's designed to educate and, when necessary, litigate to ensure that religious viewpoints are not censored from Christmas and holiday theme. Well, Matt, you know, it's hard to believe it's already December, but we do need to continue to protect religious liberty regarding those who want to have nativity scenes or have red and green or whatever it is in the classroom or on public property. Yeah, so let's talk about what is permissible, particularly with the public displays Mm -hmm. of nativity scenes on public property. Or, for example, singing Christmas carols in the school, handing out Christmas cards. Up until 2022, up until May, between May 2nd, our shirtlift case regarding the Christian flag in Boston, and the June 27, which is the Coach Kennedy case, there was a Supreme Court decision going back to 1971, Lemon versus Kurtzman, that essentially haunted this area, confused this area for 51 years. And it was based upon that ruling that the idea of nativity scenes on public property came out. And the idea coming from that particular ruling was that if the government, City Hall, wanted to have a nativity scene on public property, that it was permissible if they also had some secular symbol of the holiday in the context of that nativity scene. Because under the Lemon Test, you had to ask a question that is the primary purpose of this to be religious, the display. And if you had some secular symbols of the holiday in the context of, say, the nativity scene, then the courts could mythically say that the primary purpose was not religious, but that it had a secular purpose as well. But that was based upon Lemon. In other words, Lemon required that governments had to secularize any kind of religious display and couldn't have it simply because it's religious as part of our heritage and history, and that you wouldn't analyze this under the Establishment Clause, history and intent. You would come up with this judge-made rule going back to 1971. And if it had a secular purpose, that was one test that you passed. If it didn't have a secular purpose, you didn't pass it, and you would flunk, and you never go to the next test. Now, this uh, question became like dancing on the top of a needle. How many angels can you get on top of a needle? And it based upon the judge's particular predisposition. So the judge might say, well, that nativity scene, yes, it does have Santa Claus and it has a Christmas tree, but they're not close enough. There's more religious symbols than there are secular symbols. You have to run out there with a ruler and measure them or something? Measure how close it is, measure if there's more religious than there's secular and so forth, it became 
quite problematic. Granted, we're talking about celebrating Christ's birth in a nativity scene. You know, and it's a federal and state holiday, and it's called Christmas, and right. the word Christ is right in the word Christmas. So now, as we approach this 2022 Christmas season, the lemon test, the ghoul in the late-night horror movie, as the late Justice Antonin Scalia described it, is gone. It's no longer. So we no longer have to fool around with that nonsense. We no longer have to say or ask the question, is the context a secular purpose? Is there enough secular symbols near close enough to the nativity scene? Is there enough secular songs that the kids are singing compared to the number of religious songs that they're singing? We don't have to ask that question anymore because it was a false fake question invented by the Supreme Court in 1971 that haunted the Establishment Clause and the Free Speech and Free Exercise Clause for 51 years, and it's gone. So now we have to ask the question, is this display or is this word or is this symbol consistent with the original understanding and purpose of the Establishment Clause? Right. Oh my goodness, we have to ask what the Establishment Clause really meant. And did it ever mean that you would take a wrecking ball to nativity scenes or symbols or words? And the answer is no. You know, and I think we should never walk in fear when it comes to celebrating Christ's birth. I mean, I think about the two cases we won in Indiana a couple years ago regarding nativity scenes on government property. Those nativity scenes had been there for years. And we won, I think, in the appeals court on both of those, didn't we? We did. We won on both. The ACLU of Indiana filed suit against both of those in different counties. We won both of those. And um, that was our last litigation that we've had to involve ourselves in. So our Friend or Foe Christmas campaign is designed to educate. Frankly, now, Holly, we have to redo all of our material. We don't have to talk about secularizing the symbol or the display. We don't have to be enslaved to a judge-made rule called the Lemon Test or Lemon versus Kurtzman because our case, Shirtliff versus City of Boston, killed it. It buried it, mm -hmm. along with the Coach Kennedy case this year. This was the most significant term this year in our history with regards to the First Amendment. Our people in public schools, like children, teachers, should not be afraid. They can still wear red and green. They can still sing Christmas songs with a, a religious foundation. They can celebrate Christ's birth in a public school without fear. And then beyond what you can do, for example, you know, we used to say that if it's a publicly sponsored nativity scene on public property, it's permissible so long as you have a secular symbol somewhere in the context. If it's a privately sponsored nativity scene on public property, it doesn't need any secular symbol right now. That's true for both private and public. Mm -hmm. As long as it is consistent with the Establishment Clause and having a temporary display of a nativity scene or singing Christmas carols, even if all the songs are about Christmas and religious songs, that's nowhere near what the Establishment Clause wanted to avoid with respect to establishing a religion. Right. And, you know, also as part of our Friend or Foe campaign, we also have the Naughty and Nice list. Yes, the Naughty and Nice list came about a number of years ago. Our Friend or Foe Christmas campaign is in its 20th year now. The Naughty and Nice list came about after that, once we had launched the Friend or Foe Christmas campaign, and it was a result of secularization of Christmas displays. For example, it started both in the private as well as in the 
public market. There was a large Christmas tree at every year from southern Canada, Nova Scotia, that comes down on a big tractor trailer down to Boston because Boston helped out with some of the fire that happened. Bostonians helped uh, some of the individuals in Nova Scotia regarding a fire many, many years ago to repay their thanks. Nova Scotia has always cut down a 40-foot or so tall spruce tree, put it on a flatbed tractor trailer with the words Merry Christmas Boston, and they've trucked it down from Nova Scotia to Boston to set it up. The mayor of Boston, where we had our case with the Christian flag, by the way, took the tree and changed it to a holiday lighting ceremony, not a Christmas tree lighting ceremony. Even though it said Merry Christmas, and we all know the green pointed prickly thing. Is a Christmas tree. Is a Christmas tree. Not a holiday tree, yeah. Yeah, we only do it in December. We only do it for Christmas. We don't celebrate Christmas trees or decorate them for New Year's or Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, St. Patrick's Day, Day, Valentine's Day. It's only one holiday. It's a Christmas tree. Therefore, stores need to recognize this is a Christmas season. And some stores were saying, oh, these are holiday trees. These are holiday lights. That's a holiday wreath. But here's a Kwanzaa and here's... Hanukkah, but Mm. not Christmas. We launched the Naughty and Nice list to let people know which stores are naughty and which ones are nice, which ones profit off of Christmas but pretend it doesn't exist. Stores that were on the, and still are on the naughty list, are stores such as Dick's Sporting Goods. They've never been on the nice list. Yeah, they need to wake up. And there's others as well that are always on the naughty list. So you can make your shopping decisions this year consistent with your values. Tell the stores if they have Christmas music or they have Christmas decorations or even simple, even though it sounds crazy, that they call a Christmas tree a Christmas tree. A number of years ago, they didn't do it. And they didn't do it until we launched the Naughty and Nice campaign. Right. And this is just a sample that we've come up with. You know, if if people find other examples, you know, feel free to let us know as well. So you can go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash Christmas, lc.org forward slash Christmas for information on the Friend or Foe Christmas campaign and the Naughty and Nice list. We also want to hear from you. When you're shopping, give us some of your feedback because that helps us update the naughty and nice list. For more information, lc.org forward slash Christmas. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.